With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P, Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman! Today, while Clark Kent pursues the trail to find his precious letter... Two unsavory and untrustworthy creatures make nefarious plans for its disposal. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, just in case you haven't heard, although I don't see how you could miss it, Kellogg's Pep is now putting out a brand new series of comic buttons. Yes, sir, these prizes made such a big hit that Kellogg now brings you a brand new series of 18 new comic strip characters. For instance, uh, among others, there's uh, Flash Gordon and Brenda Starr and Cindy, Spud from uh, Winnie Winkle, The Little Moose, Pat Patton, Tess Trueheart, Chief uh, Brandon, Vitamin Flintheart, and Superman himself. And believe me, every fellow and girl I know is mighty excited about this new series of pep comic buttons. Because that means that you're going to have even more fun collecting them and trading duplicates with your pals and wearing the buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. So get busy on your collection of pep comic buttons, gang. Ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep and look for your prize inside every package. That's right. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere, but you get one plus loads of good breakfast eating in every package of Pep, the whole wheat flakes with a catchy golden toasted flavor that always tastes like more. Yes, and Pep's good for you, too. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. A sealed letter in which Superman revealed his identity as Clark Kent, and which was to be opened by Editor Perry White only in the event of Superman's death, was lost by White in a taxi cab. Then, while Superman searched frantically for it, two men called Eyebrows and Buster found the letter in the taxi. Buster believed it to be the work of a joker or a crank, but Eyebrows decided to investigate, knowing that if the information were genuine, he could make a fortune by selling it in the underworld. Meanwhile, Kent is tracing the passengers who had occupied White's taxi. And as we continue now, he, Jimmy Olsen, and Mac, the cab driver, have arrived in front of the Metropolis Hotel in Mac's taxi, scarcely a minute after Eyebrows and Buster have departed. Listen. Here's why I brought the guy with the bushy eyebrows, Mr. Kent. What do we do now? While you and Jim go into the hotel lobby, Mac, stand by the door. If you see the man, hold on to him for dear life until I get there. Well, where are you going, Mr. Kent? I, uh, I've got a little idea, Jim. Go on, you and Mac wait in the lobby, huh? Okay, come on, Jim. Well, that sounds like a dumb idea to me. There must be a couple of thousand people in this hotel. Jim, will How you... are we going to find one man when all we know about him is that he's got bushy eyebrows? Now, please, Jim, I know what I'm doing. Well, I'm beginning to wonder, but okay. There, they've gone. I can look this hotel over better as Superman. So out of these clothes. Now, if Mr. Bushy Eyebrows is here, I'll find him. Find out if he has my letter. Yeah. There we are, 
all set. Now, up and away! Leaping into the sky, Superman streaks up above the huge 40-story Metropolis Hotel and begins to circle it, his X-ray vision stabbing through brick and steel and plaster to search every room and probe every occupant. Then, disappointed, he flashes back into the taxicab, resumes his guise and garb of Clark Kent, and joins Jimmy and Mac in the hotel lobby. Well, it's no use, boys. There's no tall, dark man with black, bushy eyebrows in this hotel. Huh? How do you know, Mr. Kent? I just looked, Jim, so well, I... You just looked? Well, there are over 1,000 rooms in this hotel. Oh, And well, dining rooms, and a barber shop, and a drugstore, and, well, and I don't know what else. Yeah, that's right. You've only been gone a few minutes. So how do you know a man isn't here? Uh... Well, well, I... I uh, well, just a second. Would you mind stepping over here with me a minute, Mr. Kent? Uh, excuse us, will you, Mac? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. What, Jim? What's the Please, idea? Mr. Kent. But what is this, Jim? We haven't much time, you know. Look, Mr. Kent, are you sure you feel all right? Yes, of course I do. Are you sure nothing happened to you up on the planet Apollo? Well, a lot of things happened, but I'm perfectly all right now, except that I'm very worried. What are you driving at, Jim? Well, for the last few hours, ever since you got back from Apollo... You've been running around like a chicken with its head off. And I just realized it doesn't make sense. Oh, yes, it does. You just don't understand, Jim. Do you? Oh, now, look, Jim, well, I'm not going to... if you t- do know what this is all about, suppose you let me in on it. Tell me why you're so upset about Superman's letter disappearing. Why, uh... Well, I, I, I can't exactly explain, but... No, of but... course you can't. That's why I say all this running around doesn't make sense. But, look, I think you need a good rest, Mr. Kent. Why don't you now, go... look, Jim, I know what I'm talking about, and oh, I... Oh, yeah? Yes, I tell you, if that letter falls into the hands of Superman's enemies, he'll be in a bad way. Matter of fact, it'll be serious if even his friends know what's in the letter. Oh, jeepers, this gets crazier by the minute. Look, what is in that letter? I... I, I can't tell you, Jim. Oh. But Superman said that unless his letter is recovered and returned to him unopened, the results may be very serious for him and for many others. Superman told you that? That's what he said. Are you satisfied now? Oh, Sure. Of course, I still can't figure it out. Don't but... bother trying to figure it out. We've got to find that letter and find it quickly. Okay, I'll do all I can. But where do we go from here? Well... You thought Mr. White lost the letter in Mac's taxi cab. I don't see where else he could have lost it. Well, I don't either. The only people who rode in the cab after Mr. White were Professor Biddleheimer and the guy with the bushy eyebrows. I know, Jim. Professor Biddleheimer didn't find it, and we can't find Mr. Bushy Eyebrows. That means I've got to do what I've been trying to avoid. What do you mean? I've got to call in the police and advertise for the letter. That's what we should have done before. Yes, I know, but I kept hoping I wouldn't have to. Because advertising for it and offering a reward might make whoever found it more curious to see what's in it. Gee whiz, that's right. I've got to take the chance now. Let's see, if I hurry, I'll just have time to get an ad in the last edition of the Daily Planet. Get in Max's cab and go to police headquarters, Jim. I'll meet you there. Hurry now. As Clark Kent decides on a desperate move in an attempt to recover the revealing letter... We find eyebrows and Buster seated in a shabby coffee shop booth with a gray-haired, ferret-faced man who is known to the Metropolis underworld as the Fixer. The guy I'm talking about, Fixer, is Clark Kent, a reporter for the Daily Planet. Clark Kent, huh? That's right. You know him, Fixer? Now, let's see. I know most of the newspaper boys and the cops, too. That's why we came to you. We want to know all about this guy, Kent. Me? I don't want to know nothing about him. Shut please. up, Buster. Now, what about him, Fixer? Yeah, eyebrows. I know him. Good. What's the lowdown on it? Tell me everything you know. First, you tell me this. You guys in a jam with Kent's paper? No, no, we're not in any trouble, Fixer. Why? On account of it makes the price different, see? Since you aren't in any trouble, just give me 20 bucks. 20 bucks? That's right. You don't think I'm running a free information bureau, do you? No, of course not. But 20 bucks, why, we have Quiet, to... Quiet, Buster. Here you are, Fixer. 
this works out okay, the info will be cheap. Uh, it's just 20 bucks, just thrown in the gutter, that's what it is. I tell you that letter's Quiet, a phony. I said... Okay, okay, go ahead, throw away our dope. Go on, Fixer. Talk. Okay, here's the dope on Kent. He's supposed to be a pretty smart guy. He is, huh? Yeah, he helped the cops crack some pretty big cases around this town, but... Uh, we don't want no part of him. Go on, Fixer. Well, like I said, Kent's supposed to be a pretty smart guy. But he ain't got much moxie. What do you mean? He's, he's yellow? Well, yeah, I guess you might say that. You see, whenever a case he's working on comes to a showdown and there's going to be any shooting, Kent always has business someplace else. Oh, he has, huh? Yeah. Say, you look like I slipped you some bad news. That's yeah, bad news, all right. Oh, no, it ain't. It's swell news. Come on, eyebrows. Let's get out of here. I yeah, might as well. All right, so long, Fixer. So long, boys. And thanks for the business. Come back anytime you want to know something. Well, eyebrows, you satisfied now that this guy can't date Superman? Especially since Fixer says Kent's a sissy character? Yeah, yeah, it looks like I was wrong, Buster. That letter must have been a gag on Kent, like you said. Sure it was, only you wouldn't listen to me. And now you can't make that big party anymore tonight where there's all that ice and folding money just waiting for a smart pickpocket like you. Yeah, I know, I know. I thought sure I had a million bucks in my hands. I would have, too, if that letter had been on the level. Well, those are the breaks. Here, wait. Wait, Buster, I want to take a quick gander at today's paper. Oh, come on. You'll read the paper in a restaurant. I'm hungry. Just a minute. Uh, Huh? What? Hey, Buster, look. What? What? Look at this big ad on the first page of the Daily Planet. See what it says? How can I see what it says? You know I can't read. Now, listen then. Lost. White envelope. Heavily sealed with red wax. Addressed to Mr. White, Lois, and Jim. Huh? Hey. Hey, that's the letter I found, ain't it? Yeah. The finder will return the envelope to Clark Kent or Perry White at the Daily Planet unopened. He will receive $1,000 reward. A thousand bucks? No kidding. Hey, you realize what this means, Buster? Do I? And how? A thousand bananas! We'll seal that goofy letter up again like it was never opened. And we'll collect a grand from the suckers, huh? You're nuts. We'll collect a million bucks for it. A million? But, but the ad only says a thousand. Never mind that. So far as I'm concerned, this ad practically says Clark Kent is Superman. We'll be back in a moment with the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. Fellows and girls, I'm sure that if I ask you, you could tell me dozens of things that Thanksgiving Day stands for, like the courage of the pilgrims and their happiness at finding a free land to live in. But you know, I wonder, have you ever stopped to think of how many millions of things you have to be grateful for on Thanksgiving Day or any other day of the year? Why, here in America, we have our families and our fun and friends. We have so many things that... Well, we just take for granted which so many young people in other countries are are having to do without. Yes, gang, it's a good country we live in, and it's a good life we live in it. That's what we mean by Thanksgiving. Discouraged to learn that Clark Kent was known to be somewhat cowardly, Eyebrow's confidence was restored when he picked up a late edition of the Daily Planet and read Clark Kent's offer of a $1,000 reward for the return of Superman's letter. Jubilantly, he announced to his companion, Buster, this ad practically says Clark Kent is Superman. What do you mean, Eyebrow's? Hey, don't you get it? 
No. Well, if he isn't Superman, why'd he be offering $1,000 to whoever returned the letter to him unopened? I... I don't know, but... But he can't be Superman. You heard what the picture says. Kent is yellow. He only said Kent was never around when a case came to the payoff and they were shooting. That's right. That means he's yellow. Maybe. Or else he ducks away so he can come back as Superman. Hey, I never thought of that. Buster, I think that million bucks that flew out of the window just a while ago is flying right back in again. Now, now wait a minute. Wait, look, look. Maybe it looks a little like that, but we ain't got any real proof. No big shot operators will believe us without a 100% proof. I know it. But we're going to get the proof. How? I know how. Tonight, Buster, I'll prove that Clark Kent is Superman. His eyes gleaming craftily under their bushy black brows. The pickpocket called eyebrows exultantly claps his baby-faced little companion on the back. Tonight, he says, he will prove that Clark Kent is Superman. What is eyebrows' plan? Is Superman's cherished secret, one of the most closely guarded secrets in existence, about to be revealed to the underworld? Whatever you do, don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, gang. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, one word leads to another, like the way those toasty words, crisp, crunchy, crinkly, lead you right on to crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles, so toasty and, and sweet and mellow rich on a frosty morning. It's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. And so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. In fact, she'd probably like to see you eat up a bowl of crumbles for breakfast tomorrow. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. You know, given the villains that Superman has faced on this program, including uh, Dr. Deutsch, the Yellow Mask, the Laugher, the Scarlet Widow, and the Atom Man, it would be a great shame if he were to go down before the power of eyebrows. Perhaps the most astonishing thing about this story, and the one that really just made me, made my uh, jaw drop, was when the amount of the war, reward was set at a thousand dollars. Now that's a lot of money today. But, uh, in 1946, um, a thousand dollars in 1946 is $12,000 today. And this was after he talked to Jim about being concerned about arousing people's suspicion. Um, well, if he was concerned about that, he might have wanted to move that decimal place and have a $100 reward. Still, I do find it actually kind of um, entertaining as Eyebrows explains this situation to his very slow-witted uh, sidekick. And how, in some cases, the slow-witted sidekick actually has some influence, which I guess may be Superman's saving grace in this particular show. We will have to see next week. All right, well, I do have a listener email I want to get to. Andrew emails in, I've been an old-time radio fan since I was a child and listening to recordings of The Shadow and Dragnet. 
I would get from the library. I've been enjoying your podcast quite a bit. It is usually with me while I'm doing my longer runs through the week, anywhere from one to three hours. This week, I was reading some of the old action comics, number 30, I think, and I came across this page, and he sent an attachment, and I thought you might enjoy seeing it. While Yellow Mask doesn't appear in Action Comics, as far as I know, they do acknowledge him, if only to promote the radio show. I'm wondering what other old-time radio series you enjoy. One of my favorite is Speed Gibson of the International Secret Police. Another kind of odd one was Magic Island. Uh, Keep up the good work. Uh, Thanks, Andrew. And uh, this is actually an interesting ad from um, Action Comics. It goes back to early in the series... And it's in, and it features, uh, the return of the yellow mask, uh, the announcing that plot line. And it pictures the yellow mask, uh, as a bald guy, uh, wearing a yellow mask and a blue collar kind of wrapped around him. Kind of hard to tell how, of course, he's supposed to look. It kind of has a mad scientist look. The only thing that disappointed me about it is I always kind of imagined not a bald yellow mask, but a yellow mask with black hair and a mustache. So that shatters that illusion. Um, I don't know what it was about Superman and uh, bald people or people without hair, um, you know, with Lex Luthor. And kind of the ultra-humanite, um, um, who was the first Superman supervillain, was also one of those, had that same similar look. But uh, I do appreciate you sharing that, Andrew. I am definitely interested in a lot of different uh, podcasts uh, or uh, old-time radio programs. Of course, detectives do the great detectives of old-time radio. But I love a lot of the historicals, uh, things like Cavalcade of America, as uh, and some of the movie podcast, um, uh, Bob Hope, Abbott and Costello, Jimmy Durante, um, in terms of comedy, uh, Burns and Allen definitely. Um, there's there's so many, and uh, dramatics, um, Voyage of the Scarlet Queen. So quite a few. I've not gotten to either Speed Gibson or I think I listened to one episode of. Uh, Magic Island, and it was a, you know, it's a longer program, and it was designed towards kids, but it did sound uh, kind of interesting. Uh, it's a 100-plus part uh, serial, and uh, so eventually I'll probably get into it, but um, uh, haven't quite yet, but I do appreciate the recommendation, and really do a picture, uh, appreciate the picture. Nice to see some of the cross-promotional uh, material done in Action Comics. All right, well, we will be back on Sunday as we continue on with the Secret Letter story. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. A reminder, we do uh, check out the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net, and also our uh, Old Time Radio War podcast, The War, which is located at thewar.greatdetectives.net. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.